talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the King Daly Show. Every night and every day now. Never meaning what to say now. Never saying what they mean. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. We've got, uh, I've got Uncle Milty with me, of course, because it's Tuesday. And uh, we have a special guest coming on with us. So I'm really excited about this uh, because we're going to have such a great conversation today that needs to be had. And also, I just wanted to mention Birch Gold. We're going to be talking about some things that are not on our Wheel of Fear variant crazy that they're coming up with we're talking about real things that can happen and uh, how to how to prepare for them in today's show and so jonathan hollerman is uh is with us and i'm super happy about that and also birch gold uh text 989898 because they're going to give you some free information information is free and i was talking to a friend of mine about this same friend as last night and um and the and the and the the gist of the conversation was you have money out there but you don't have it solidified in gold. And if it costs you nothing to do that, why not do that? Right? Why not do that? Let, at, least, at least take the opportunity to do that. It's not going to cost you anything. So uh, please text Birch Gold 989898 and text my name, Kate, and you'll get some free information that is going to be so well worth it. Please do that. I've got Uncle Milty. I've got Jonathan Hollerman. This is kind of a short segment, but we're going to be um, coming back, uh, of course, because we have so much to talk about. And I also uh, just wanted to welcome Jonathan. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, Kate. You bet. In fact, I know we have a couple of minutes in this uh, segment, so we'll have to we'll have to run quick here. But um, but we're going to come back for more. You are a best-selling author on preparedness, Electromagnetic Defense Task Force, senior fellow at Impact America, um, Secure the Grid Coalition, former military. Um, oh my gosh, your bio is just. We could be here for a day. Um, S E R E Survival, Evasion, Resistance, and Escape, and. Uh, it goes on and on and on. And so what, there's so much to talk to you about, but I kind of want to get a feel for the state of the union. Where are we at right now with this and how possible is it for an EMP to happen right now? Well, it's absolutely possible. There's nothing to prevent it. Uh, our government has not for five administrations. This is not a political issue, but for five administrations, uh, our legislators have not taken this threat seriously, even though in 2004, the Congressional EMP Commission, which was a bipartisan organization uh, and a commission, they warned Congress that if we did not harden the grid, then up to 90% of Americans would die within a year if our electric grid was taken out. Uh, that's a staggering number, uh, but it is not science fiction, and it, it is a very real threat. In the case of World War III, almost every enemy nation uh, that we face, Russia, China, North Korea, uh, mm -hmm. Iran, their first strike doctrine is an EMP, and we have done nothing to harden our grid, to protect ourselves, and there's lots of reasons for that, and I'm happy to talk about them. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, and you know what? Also, we have the threat of maybe a small nuke coming into a city or an EMP, and we've talked about all these different possibilities. Is this more the avenue you think they would take? We would, or, or people disguised as us? <laughs> okay, in a false flag. Yeah, because uh, it's it's not a hard thing to do. Technically, you can uh, you you can uh, perform an EM, nuclear EMP with a weather balloon. You don't have to have right. super technical 
uh, equipment to do it. It's not an intercontinental ballistic missile. They need to reach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iran has tested K-Club missile launchers off of a cargo ship in the in the Caspian Sea. We mm-hmm. know they have the ability to drive one over into the Gulf of Mexico and launch one. Uh, all the other enemy nations have nuclear submarines. Again, they could just drive into the Gulf of Mexico. It only takes one nuclear weapon. It, de- it detonates 300 kilometers up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So there's no residual. There's mm-hmm. you know, when you when you detonate a, a suitcase bomb or nuclear weapon on the ground mm-hmm. uh you know that that evening the, the next day all the white suits are going to show up there. they're going to be sifting through the soil we're going to know exactly what country it came from with an emp there's no attribution because it mm. detonates up in the atmosphere and destroys electronics in this country boy that's a great point uncle milty how much of an advantage do you think an emp would give to the 30 million illegal people in this country from all over the world that because... doesn't have the standard living we have well uh we do know special interest aliens we've been tracking this in just in the last two years mm-hmm. there's been seventy thousand special interest aliens from that, that means uh illegal immigrants from countries that we have security concerns about from afghanistan to iran to pakistan to to, to the Gaza Strip and all kinds of areas around the country. And those are the ones we caught. Right. Uh, we only capture about, I think, 35, 40% maybe crossing the border. So right. if we captured 70,000 and all, also let them into the country, uh, there's probably at least 100,000 we didn't catch. So <laughs> we are absolutely uh, right. convinced that there are likely sleeper cells around this country uh, waiting for their marching orders uh, once World War III breaks out or if we get close to it. I would imagine. But as far as an EMP, I don't think they'll carry it on EMP. I think they'll right. attack the grid physically. You could take down the grid with a physical attack, We're going to come right back more with Jonathan Hollerman. You're going to want to Imagine you're on the couch in your living room and one of your kids or grandkids excitedly pulls on your arm, urging you to come play. But instead of feeling exhausted, you practically jump off the couch. To make sure you're keeping up with them, it's crucial to fuel your body with whole fruits and vegetables. Unfortunately, most people don't get enough of these nutritious foods. That's where Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies can help. Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies provides your body with the additional nutrition it needs, helping you to embrace all of life's greatest moments with energy. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show at your service today on a Tuesday. I've got uh, Uncle Milty with me, um, of course, because it's Tuesday and we have a wonderful guest and I'm actually really excited to have him on the show because if you're going to talk to an expert about these things, uh, Jonathan Hollerman would be would be that guy um, talking about what grid down looks like. I also wanted to mention too, and you know I'm going to say this because I really care about people's health right now. And we've been calling out COVID the, the lies since day one. And let me just tell you, please get healthy for whatever's coming. You're immune 
immune system's been under attack for many decades here, and uh, you've got to get healthy. We need all hands on deck. So please go to balanceofnature.com, because when I was doing my research, this was the product. This was the one that kept coming up, and I went, oh my gosh, it has everything I'm looking for, and it had the best price on top of it, so it was just easy. I thought this is just too easy. This is amazing. Uh, balanceofnature.com, all those fruits and vegetables, 31 a day, and um, you get the benefits of those. The other thing is, is it stores well. So when you're taking this product, it actually uh, stores well. So I'd order extra for food storage because it's 31 fruits and vegetables a day, those phytonutrients into capsules. When you go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate and you'll get 35% off and free shipping. So great deal for you. Um, okay. That was promised land with little Elvis. So uh, Jonathan Hollerman, what is grid down? What does that look like? Because we've never really faced this ever. And I think a lot of scenarios are going through people's minds right now. What does it look like to you? Let's paint a picture. Sure. So it's important to understand how this happens. Uh, with a nationwide grid down event from an EMP or solar flare, our high voltage transformers are destroyed. They take 24 to 36 months to build. They come from uh, South Korea and Germany, and some of them are coming from China, but that's a whole nother topic right um and what people don't realize is we're talking a very long-term event if uh, an emp solar flare cyber attack against the grid or even a possible physical attack the lights could be out for over two years every aspect of human life today revolves around electricity uh yeah. your sewer your water your banking your internet your phone uh your heat and your air conditioning in your house all of our 16 critical infrastructures infrastructures in this country, the, the factories, our entire life existence as a nation revolves around electricity. That is why the EMP Commission warned Congress in 2004 if they didn't harden the grid and one of these events happened, uh, up to 90% of the American people could die. Uh, so... The big factor here is interstate trucking because none of the gas pumps work. Mm -hmm. And our lifeblood, I mean, if you look around your office, if everybody looks around uh, where they're sitting right now, everything that you look, see, taste, touch came on a truck to the store where you bought it. And when that shuts down and the, the food is gone in your grocery store, it's never getting replenished after that. Uh, mm -hmm. As a member of the Electromagnetic Defense Task Force, which is a three-day wargaming event, uh, joint services wargaming event with all your alphabet agencies down at LeMay Wargaming Institute, there, there is no government plan. There is no military plan. There is no FEMA plan. This is beyond design basis for them. They have done nothing. Uh, we've been warning Congress for two decades now to take this seriously because this is the future of warfare. Uh, an enemy nation can win a war on day one without firing a single bullet taking out our electric grid and basically we kill ourselves mm. uh, so it is the future of warfare and our government is just not taking it seriously wow milty has a question you know for you, you just you just said that we kill ourselves yeah and i find it interesting that in the last couple of years and there was just an announcement by the american medical association that they are deciding to make helpful suicide for people yeah that is they're going to call it yeah. medical intervention right instead of killing yourself mm -hmm. and they're pushing suicide a lot yeah. in this situation how many people would just decide to off themselves yeah so true so as a former survival instructor 
uh, it's hard to tell. So I wrote a 122 white paper called Grid Down Death of a Nation, uh, the psychology and physiology of human desperation, starvation, and living without rule of law. And that was for military training, but you can download it at our website, uh, emptaskforce.us. And, and every person, you can't exactly pinpoint how they're going to react. The, the world-renowned psychologist Philip Zimbardo wrote an excellent book called The Lucifer Effect, How Good People Turn Evil. And it's a fascinating picture of you just don't know. The person you, you can look at and say, hey, that person's going to go nuts when this happens, mm -hmm. sometimes doesn't. And then the people that you think that they're strong, and that was my experience in survival, SEER. Uh, I didn't have a single class of full-grown men. You know, we're talking fire pilots and uh, flight crewmen and officers. I didn't have a full-grown man at some point in that training break down crying. So it, you just don't know. But yes, to answer your question, there is going to be a certain percentage of American people that will take that step and they are going to uh, take their own life. Yeah, and they're being pushed towards it with the propaganda right yeah, now, too. Yeah, um, I would imagine, yeah, there's a reason for, for everything. You know, we, we are going to electric cars, even though people are not wanting to. It's kind of amazing they're seeing through the truth, but everything being hooked up to the electric grid, we forego everything for the abilities um, to, to do things like that. And I don't realize, I think we don't get how hooked in we actually are. When you were talking about that and you were saying, you know, hey, you know, we don't realize how tight in. You go one day or one afternoon without power. It's tough. You're living like a pioneer. I mean, it's not an easy thing at all. Look at the people that were in hurricanes, real hurricanes, actual hurricanes. And they said, you know, for a week we were living like a pioneer. Everything was about making a meal. Everything was about trying to get through the day. So painting a picture like that would be very difficult for people for two years. And you think two years is probably the average of what, what would happen, right? If something like that happened? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think the power comes back on in two years. It takes two years for the first. We have 3,000 high-voltage transformers in this country, not including all kinds of other electronics in the grid that gets destroyed, SCADA equipment, uh, mm -hmm. equipment at the power generation facilities. Okay. But we the lifeblood, the, the Achilles heel of this country is our high-voltage transformers. They weigh 400 tons. The first one arrives on our shores two years from now. There's no one around to fix the grid. Right. Right. Uh, who's who's uh, and to be honest with you, the EMP commission, again, bipartisan ambassador woozy, uh, mm -hmm. former CIA chief under Clinton. There's people on both sides of the and they've told them that this is a continental time machine. The, the American people do not have the life skills to live without electricity. I, I live out in the country. I live mm -hmm. extremely rurally. And even the country people I know, we all garden. But. Nobody actually lives off the produce that they that they ah, grow. They still point. go to the yeah. grocery store every day. So when we're talking about a long-term grid down event like this, and, and you talk about like the effects that it has on people in mm. one day, uh, yeah, one day, two days, three days. But when you start talking two weeks and your and your kitchen cabinets are empty of food, mm -hmm. now let's go forward a month, and you haven't been able to provide a single meal for your child you got a six-year-old daughter laying on the couch and her skin's gray and she's on death's door and you haven't been able to provide food for that child you're going to take it upon yourself and and in those types of situations what would you do to get food for a child so, so um disease societal unrest we're going to see cholera dysentery uh there, it's it's going to be a it is the worst case scenario and it is the one that mm -hmm. our country is 
put their blinders on yeah. and they're not doing anything about we have about 45 seconds to the next break, but I think about the things like um, trash pickup wouldn't be happening and you would have, you know, a lot more um, uh, vermin around. You would have a lot, you would have a lot of things that we just don't even think of that could be a problem for us. Right. And of course, uh, sanitary conditions would be very, very uh, difficult uh, if things were to happen. So I think those are the things that we don't we don't think about and we should be thinking about. I know it's overwhelming because there's a lot of incoming information. There's a lot of stuff you have to deal with. But maybe and we're going to go to break. But maybe one of the first things is, is where do you live? Because where you live is going to tell the tale about oh, yeah. a lot of, <laughs> I would imagine, a lot of how you're going to, what's going to happen to you. And we'll ask you when we come back, what does that first 24 hours look like when it comes to uh, the government? I mean, your city government, your county government, what happens? Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Jonathan Hollerman. Isn't he great? And Uncle Milty. Be right back. Yeah. Kate. Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch 989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go. Open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I know, I'm playing happy together. I have to have some humor. <laughs> Otherwise, sometimes the things are so happy that we talk about. Listen, uh, we have a lot, uh, I think, to think about in this because I think this is very plausible. And um, and Jonathan is is a fantastic guest for this. Uh, let me tell you why. Um, and he alluded to this, but I just want to mention it one more time. He authored uh, Grid Down, Death of a Nation, and it's an eye-opening report on the psychology and physiology of human desperation, starvation, and living in a world without rule of law. And this was originally created for the U.S. Air Force Electromagnetic Defense Task Force, and it's, re and it's referenced in a 2019 report. Where can you get that, Jonathan? Uh, EMPTaskForce.us. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And I was just talking about what happens in that first, let's, ha let's talk about what happens in that first week of something like this, because I, I you know, <laughs> COVID was such a great sampling of, ty ty of tyranny of how people turned on each other. And I, I hate to say that, but that's kind of, that, that's what we got to see. So what does this first week look like? So the first week is going to be mostly chaos because, again, there's no Internet, there's no radio, there's no government broadcast explaining to people what is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, everything stops functioning. You were talking about, I think, sewer and water in the last post. If you live in a city and you're on the lower end of a city, people still are going to be flushing their toilets, not realizing the right. sewage facility is out. Mm -hmm. You could have raw sewage backing up in your house that you can't stop, uh, filling it with methane so you can't even live there anymore. Uh, so probably by day two, I mean, you're going to have your kind of your looting mm -hmm. th that takes place at the beginning of any kind of event like this where TVs and tennis shoes and things like that are being stolen. But by day three, they're going to be cleaning out the grocery stores because there's just 
again, there is no plan of FEMA at FEMA for for this type of an event. There is no plan at the United States government. I sat in the planning for the military. There is no plan. Uh, the military bases have 99% of their electricity comes from the civilian electric grid. They've warned Congress mm -hmm. that if this isn't rectified in this type of scenario, they run out of backup diesel generation in 24 to 48 hours. They run mm -hmm. out of food in three days on the average military base. All their chow halls are civilian contract at this point. Uh, so it's it's going to be complete mayhem by the end of the first week. Uh, police, firefighters, uh, I mean, 911 doesn't work. Their police radios aren't going to work. Uh, you're talking about no street lights. This is something that happens instantly. Right. So there's going to be gridlock traffic in most big cities. Uh, most policemen, firefighters, hospital workers, just probably so, are just going to go home to be with their loved ones and protect them from the, the upcoming violence. Wow. No um, law and order. Yeah. Have you been surprised at the number of ads lately that say, go get a go bag? in the cities. Have you been surprised by those? I haven't. Uh, so, I mean, that a lot of times that's a kind of a financial money-making mm -hmm. scheme in the sense that a lot of people sell fear and try and make money on the back end. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't, ex the, the things that I talk about are not extremely concerning and, mm -hmm. and worrying. Mm -hmm. uh, my answer to that is more education. You need to read more. You need to read more on history, the Holomador, the Chinese famine, yes. uh, these periods of time where people had life skills that we only dream about and look at the firsthand accounts of how it affected them in their towns because a lot of people think that it's it's not going to be that bad. We're, mm -hmm. We've evolved as a species, America, yeah. and that's it's normalcy bias. That's all they've ever known, yes. law and order. Uh, and when something like this happens, it will be every man for themselves and every family for themselves. The state, uh, city, local governments, okay, um, looked to the state, the governors, to tell them what to do. And we didn't see a whole lot of sovereignty. We didn't see a whole lot of thinking either in 2020. And we saw a lot of hand-washing videos like we were three years old and treating us like we, we, we didn't know how to do that. And um, so what do you expect from city and county governments? Because that's closest to the people, right? So what do, you, what do you see happening there? What do you expect? Well, none of their buildings are going to have power, lights, heat, air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they may show up on day one, mm -hmm. maybe day two if they're really go hung. Uh, right. <laughs> gung-ho so um, about their job but uh <laughs> yeah. and so smaller yeah. towns like small right. thousand yeah. person rural towns mm. uh you may get the mayor and the sheriff that'll try and maintain order for a while and they may mm -hmm. uh they may put some draconian rules in place to, right. to to stop movement coming in and out of the town and things like that there there are small towns that have talked about things like this however when the food runs out mm -hmm. two weeks in, three weeks in, if people are starving, you're not maintaining law right. and order. Right. You're just not. And those officers will be home with their families trying to to maintain, as you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, Uncle Milton. Absolutely. Yeah. And the most evil person in your town is going to try to become the town's dictator. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you can see a lot of people like the Stanford prison experiment that can show us a lot about human capability. Absolutely. That's that's actually yeah. in my report. Uh, that's Phillips and Barber that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, and he wrote a book called The Lucifer Effect, How Good People Turn Evil. Um, and right. it's, it's like I said, it's an eye opening thing because people just they think that we've evolved past the yeah. caveman days. And the only reason is, is law and order. You take away the law and order and there's nobody to send you to prison. There are no prisons. The prisons are going to mm -hmm. be emptied. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, what's stopping the person from doing 
going whatever their deepest darkest fantasy is and that's a tough thing to swallow but it's yeah. the truth it is in gangs um i remember the bosnia what happened in bosnia and, and this was one of our most popular shows that we did and and what happened when the government just went south okay and the communities would gather neighbors would gather together and they would make their homes look like the shambles right because they didn't want people to think anything was in their home and there's little key things like that i'm sure that you went through all that testimony i'm i'm uh, i'll be sure that you did uh when when bosnia collapsed yes yes one of the my number one book recommendation to people yeah. that are interested in this is selko begovic from bosnia uh from that time period he has a book called the dark secrets of shtf survival extremely eye-opening it's written in broken english but his ex first-hand experience on the ground is uh i think would wake a lot of people up to what this is going to look like yes in fact uh you never wanted to do any trading near your home you didn't want anyone to know where you lived. You wanted to go someplace else. There were a lot of takeaways. Like he said, lighters, Bic lighters were a big deal. Bic lighters were a commodity that people wanted because they had they had burned everything because you're thinking about a scenario where you don't have a lot of heat or you don't have a lot of things. So they were burning everything. They ran out of things to burn. I mean, th these are the scenarios we don't think about because we think, well, it would come back up in a day or two or maybe a week, but we could handle it for a week. I don't think we could. I don't think we could understand how it works. And I don't think it could up, get up that fast. Do you? So my philosophy is if a if a nationwide grid down event, uh, so they can take down the grid with a physical attack, with a cyber attack, and depending on how much equipment they destroy and how mm -hmm. fast we can respond. In my opinion, if it if it goes more than two to three weeks, a long-term grid down event goes longer than two to three weeks, I just don't know how, how the, the, the country comes back from that. I mean, would people get to the point where they're you know killing neighbors over cans of the last can of peaches at the grocery store and you know what do you do go back to driving your priuses to starbucks the next day yeah, i just not gonna happen i once humanity gets to that level i just mm -hmm. don't know that you can pull it back true uncle milty real quick do you think the worldwide event would happen then it would be a problem all over the world if it was a if it was a Carrington level solar flare, the last one was 1859. That would be the entire okay. northern hemisphere. We're, yes. We I want you to comment on that. You're going to stay with us. Thank you for that, and we'll take your calls too. You're going to want to ask Jonathan Hollerman some questions. Be right back on the K Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Don't miss this. do that. Text 989898 98 98 and text my name, Kate. Thanks, you guys.